Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I want to talk about Paul Craig, who is currently in the UFC light heavyweight division and on a four-fight win streak. And the reason for me wanting to make this video today is to talk about why I think Paul Craig is the dark horse at 205. Because I feel like his name has been under the radar quite a bit. And I say this especially after Jamal Hill's most recent win against Johnny Walker, which was a first-round knockout. After that win, many were saying Jamal Hill is the future of the division. He's going to be a top light heavyweight one day. And it's funny that all this talk is happening for Jamal Hill and not Paul Craig, especially when Paul defeated Jamal back in June of 2021 at UFC 263. And if you remember that fight, Paul Craig dislocated, snapped Jamal's arm, and it was just nasty. Ended with the punches to the head, and then Jamal's arm was just like flopping back and forth. When they announced the decision, Jamal couldn't even hold his arm up. It was just like one of the nastiest submission finishes. It wasn't even a submission finish because Jamal was not going to tap. So ultimately, Paul had to end it with elbows and punches. But what I'm trying to say is that it's funny how Paul defeated Jamal, yet Jamal is getting better treatment in terms of respect in the division. So that's why I wanted to talk about Paul Craig, because as of recent, he has been looking so good. And I remember following Paul loosely for these past couple couple of years and he would have some wins he would have some defeats but he was unable to get anything going in his first nine fights with the UFC he went four and four with one draw so this guy was literally on the cusp of potentially losing his job so what happened first off his defeats were to some solid fighters he lost to Tyson Pedro Khalil Roundtree Jimmy Crute Alonzo Menafield all guys are solid fighters so there's no shame to losing to them and then in 2019 he fought former UFC light heavyweight champion Mauricio Shogun Hua and honestly at this point Shogun was past his prime so I thought Paul was going to take it easily but then to my surprise that fight ended by a split draw and I just said to myself you know this was an opportunity for Paul to get a big win over a big name and he was unable to do it especially when the big name is a fighter like Shogun who is not at his peak anymore so I said to myself if you can't defeat an aging Shogun this guy will not be able to compete with the top of the division but honestly from 2020 and upwards it seems like that narrative changed big time and I don't know what exactly happened but after that draw against Mauricio Shogun Hua Paul gets a submission win over Gadzimurad Antigulov which earned him a performance of the night and then at UFC 255 Paul fought Shogun for a second time but this time he absolutely dominated it was a brutal beatdown for Shogun in that fight and ultimately he got finished in the second round by TKO and then after this win Paul fought Jamal Hill and like I said brutal first round finish where the arm was flopping everywhere and I think this win is what really put Paul on the map but for me the win over Shogun is what started to open my eyes to Paul Craig because the difference between the Paul Craig in their first fight compared to the second one is like night and day I see Paul Craig in the first fight as a mid-tier fight fighter, a possible gatekeeper. But then in the second fight with Shogun, that's when I started to think this guy can do damage in the division. And then after his most recent win against Nikita Krylov, which was a first round triangle choke, I'm very excited to see what's next for Paul because this guy clearly has the best jiu-jitsu at 205 right now. All his wins are due to his high level jiu-jitsu. And it's not only high level jiu-jitsu, but it's also MMA jiu-jitsu, which I find that Paul Craig has mastered. Because there's so many fighters 
who are like, oh, I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu, this and that. But when it comes to their fight, they don't show it whatsoever. But Paul Craig, every fight, he is showing that he is a dangerous fighter to get to the ground with. Those wins against Shogun and Jamal Hill should have been submission wins, but Paul instead opted to get the TKO ground and pound win. And that's another thing. All of Paul's fights never went to the decision, aside from the draw against Shogun Hua. But aside from that, all of his fights have ended by finish, win or lose. So that alone is very exciting to see from a fighter. But still, it just seems like he's not cracking the barrier to the top. He's not getting that recognition that fighters get when they're finding success. So that's why I'm wondering, what does he have to do next in order to start getting some recognition? And I look at the light heavyweight top 10, and currently Paul Craig is number eight. And at this point, I think he deserves someone ranked higher than him. Both Jamal Hill and Nikita Krylov are ranked below him. So at this point, he deserves someone ranked above him. And I'm looking at these names, Dominic Reyes, Diego Santos, Anthony Smith, Magomed Magomed Ankalaev, who Paul Craig actually defeated back in the day. And that is Magomed's only defeat so far in his MMA career. So that's actually an interesting matchup. There's also Alexander Rakic, Yuri Prohaska, Jan Bohovic, and of course the champion Glover Teixeira. I think you don't give Paul Craig ranked anyone three and up. The only reason I put Magomed Ankalaev in there is because he has a defeat to Paul Craig. So personally, I would love that fight to happen for a second time, especially with where both men are. But that's the issue as well. Magomed has improved big time after that defeat and is now at the top of the division. He already has big names over Tiago Santos and Volkan Ozdemir. So I could understand if he wouldn't want to take that fight with Paul Craig now because he has done so much more than Paul Craig since their first fight. And unless he wants to fight down, then yes, this fight makes no sense to him. But like I said, there's also the aspect of he can avenge his one defeat. Maybe now is a good time to do it. Because yeah, Paul Craig doesn't have a big time win over a big name yet, but he still has a lot of momentum behind him right now. So that's why if they did like a fight night headliner with Magomed Ankalaev and Paul Craig, I would love to see that matchup. That makes a lot of sense to me. But if it's not that fight, then Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos, Dom Dominic Reyes are all solid names, and I think Paul Craig has earned the right to fight any of them. Because let's be for real, Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos, Dominic Reyes, they are in gatekeeper position right now. There is no rush to bring them back to the top and try to fight for the title again. Right now, the big names in the title mix are Alexander Rakic, Yuri Prohaska, Jan Bohovic, and of course, we got the champ. Even Magomed Ankalaev is in those talks as well. So Paul Craig isn't there yet, but with a win over Dominic Reyes, Thiago Santos, or Anthony Smith, then I think he will be in the mix at the top afterwards. And look, this is why I call Paul Craig the dark horse, because I think he has a good chance at defeating Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos, or Dominic Reyes. These are all winnable fights for him, in my opinion. And if he gets past one of them, I would love to see where he stands in the top five. Can he beat Magomed Ankalaev again? Can he defeat fighters like Jan Bohovic, Yuri Prohaska, Alexander Rakic? Can he defeat the champion Glover Teixeira? And honestly, I I think Glover Teixeira is probably his worst matchup in this entire division because Glover's ground game is solid. And if Glover's not the one looking for the submission, he does very well in defending them. 
So I think Paul would have a hard time in trying to finish that fight. But for the rest of them, it's very hard to say because Paul is just so good on the ground. And in a way, it's kind of abnormal to see that happen at 205. He has an advantage over every fighter in the top 15. It's just a matter of if he's able to impose his game plan. Will he be able to bring it down and lock up a submission? That's a lot of ifs, but I feel like Paul Craig is at a point in his career where he can make that happen. But what do you think? How far do you see Paul Craig going in the UFC? And who do you think he should fight next? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.